The following is a Stick Boy We Talk production. The following contest scheduled for one fall. I am the man. What it is, what it do, welcome to the One Fall Podcast via We Talk and Stick Boy, Joshua Adam Lamar, and that with the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson, the creator of the Heart Cup. Details coming soon. That'll be coming soon. That'll be what? We're in the... We're in the last four months of the year, aren't we? September, October, November. De- we're in the end game now. It's 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 going to be real. I'm really curious to see because this year has been really interesting pro wrestling. Like it's been one of the most. This has been one of the craziest years we've ever done. We we will for year end, Joel. I think we're going to need two different pods. We're going to need a worst of and a best of. It's going to and they're both going to have like the best of is going to be a long one because I think there's a lot. The worst of won't be very long. There's not been a lot of really bad pro wrestling this year, I'd say. No, I don't think so either. Like, I don't think there's been a lot of bad anything. No, I mean, like, even when you and I, you know, Joel and I met yesterday and we watched the the Dynamite and everything like that. uh, And we were like, there's not like, like women wrestlers. There's a few that unfortunately pop out on that side. But some of the men, like, just the quality of wrestling, like, Back in the day, like, you know, the, an average match, like the match last night, let's just say that tag match that Dante Marty, Martin was a part of, right? If that match happens in 2002, that match could be match of the year. And today it's just like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Like, you look at it, we're in such a landscape where I think wrestling is so strong across the board. Like, you can, this is a thing. This is, uh, you pointed this out last night. And I saw the sign and I was like, we both really love that sign. Just in, it was just enjoy wrestling, right? Oh, so beautiful. There's just so much, there's so much discourse right now. And especially on Twitter, which is a freaking landmine. But you mm-hmm. have this mat, like you had dynamite last night, which was a solid dynamite, which had a lot of good things going for it. Maybe there are a few things that you could tweak and change. There's always something you can tweak and change with the show. Uh, but Raw's been strong. Their numbers are strong right now. Monday Night Raw was maybe a little bit of a questionable episode, uh, but for the most part, they've had a strong. They're heading into defense. yeah. WWE's a hot product right now. It is a hot product, and and that's the thing that you take away from it, is WWE's a hot product. AEW's doing well. They're consistently in the top ten in overall viewership. Yep. They're hanging. They're beating baseball games. They're beating basketball games. Raws among the top there in football, yeah. Like, he... in fact, I can tell you right now, Joel. So, the number one show this week overall was Game of Thrones. Duh, Raw, Raw was number two. Then we had the big Serena stuff. Then you had Atlanta, St. Louis, which is a big game, Green Bay, and the Packers, which I believe Mahomes played in that game. I don't know, Formula One, which is one of the hottest sports there is right now and then more tennis because of Serena and then it's AW after that and they're beating out the VMAs 
They're beating out preseason football, including the game that has the Cowboys in it. They're beating out Tucker Carlson, who consistently does good ratings, despite us think here thinking he's an asshole. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, what always does good numbers, more tennis stuff. So to be in the top 10 is huge. I mean, I think the only week that they weren't there was like two weeks ago when we had House of the Dragon and Better Call Saul finale and the preseason football really kind of started. And I think that was the first time, Joe, if not mistaken, like in like 20 weeks that AEW had been bumped out of the top 10 and now it's securely back. And for the first time in a while, back to back a million uh, for views for them. So there is, you can say whatever you want to say. There is interest in what they did. You can say they hot shot of the title or they did whatever, but guess what? People drove back to watch AW last night and it did a million again. And it'll probably do a million when they go to Buffalo on Wednesday. And the difference is, and then I'll let you get back to talking is the difference is Monday night raw, particularly they have one more week of these fantastic ratings and it was a good time for them to bump up. But after this week, they face Monday Night Football, and the first Monday Night Football game they have is the Seahawks versus Russell Wilson returning to Seattle. They will get destroyed in that rating. Oh, they absolutely are. And not to say that because AEW is going to start moving around, they're going to be going on Tuesdays. And yeah, baseball is going to mess them up. Baseball is going to mess them up. So it's going to be a struggle for both products right now moving forward. Yeah. But, you know, I think WWE is going to be just fine. I think AEW is going to be just fine. I know that the the discourse lately has been there's a lot of problems behind the scenes and we're hearing all these rumors and these stories and there were these stories that people were asking for their release and there's going to be this mass exodus of talent. And now we're kind of in a situation where it's like, oh, a lot of this stuff has either had water put on it or people coming outright and saying, no, this isn't true or solutions being presented the only thing that doesn't have a solution right now is hangman and punk and that sounds like something that you know it is what it is right now but it's not going to damage your product hangman's going to go work with bucks and kenny more than likely the the pay-per-view so he'll be fine and the elite will be fine moxley and punk have been the talk of pro wrestling like there, there was, there's this point where we're sitting here and we're, we had all this stuff focused on WWE. A lot of focus was put on them. And then this Mox and Punk storyline kicked off and everything shifted back to AEW. And I mean, the, the spot, the biggest, arguably the biggest story for WWE right now, uh, at least on social media, is the Matt Riddle story. Like that, everything that came out from that and that's not a good story to have tied in with your product. And arguably one of the guys that no. more likely was going to win on Saturday. And now, like, but yeah. so I'm really curious. This is a this is Hunter's next big test. What does he do in this situation? And how do they handle Matt Riddle? Much like Tony's had a lot of challenges happening in Well, Joel, I'll tell you how they handle Matt Riddle. He just got announced for the bump. Oh, so he's fine then. So nothing's going to come up. Yeah, he's fine. No. That's your answer. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of holier-than-thou mindsets right now about, well, WWE would never let this stand, and there is holier-than-thou also on the AEW side. But I would be, at the end of the day, none of these pro wrestlers are our friends. We don't know any of these pro wrestlers personally. 
we know well two of them are kind of my friends so yeah you, <laughs> but not in but not in not in these companies and in, in one of the major companies you you have you have friends within there but you don't have it's not like you're bumping shoulders with the bucks and kenny and roman and the Uso. oh yeah yeah so anyone that's got this flag per planted and like this is my team and this is my company i think you're missing the boat on a lot of good and this is gonna be a great weekend like there's so much i think are we gonna mostly focus on aw or are we gonna run down the whole weekend it, it's the whole weekend it's the whole weekend it, yeah. this is one of the biggest weekends we've seen in modern progress we're, we're not going to talk about gcw i know they have a show but look we're not going to talk about gcw we have a WWE show, an NXT show, and an AEW show. Arguably AEW's biggest show, although I know they say Rev Revolution. I think they say is their WrestleMania, but so, come on. This yeah, is their WrestleMania. Uh, I would argue Double or Nothing is. That's been their... Sure. That, that's that, another one. But this is, this, I think we look at this as kind of the show that started everything with All In. And it's weird. This is our first all-out, all-in pay-per-view without Cody, which is really weird. Yeah. It is this is really gonna be interesting and I think I, I think I think they're gonna be just fine without Cody. I think they've been just fine. Oh yeah, they they're gonna do fine. Uh it, you, you you pointed out that sign, Joel, just enjoy wrestling. That that's all you have to do this week. You're getting you're gonna have a show on when you wake up on Saturday morning for our UK um fans they get a show right in the middle of the perfect time of the day for them they get a normal pay-per-view and then we get nxt and then we get aw on sunday joel I, and then you move in you got monday night raw which is going to be the fallout uh yep. you move over to wednesday and you get the fallout from there and you get daniel garcia versus wheeler yuda two of the biggest probably yep. probably in the contention in buffalo in buffalo those are probably the two people if you're looking at most improved you're looking at one of those two more than likely at the end of the year. Yeah. All right, Joel, let's get uh, started. Like Joel said, it's been a busy, busy week here in pro wrestling. AW just did a million tonight, uh, last night, uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, their best rating of the year, other than the after uh, SummerSlam rating. SmackDown, I'm not going to get into the SmackDown spoilers. It doesn't really change anything from the card, and we were, were talking about this before SmackDown happened, so keep that in mind, and we're also going to be talking about this before Rampage, so we're going to make our assumptions on the Trios Championship and where that is going without any knowing anything from Rampage. So if we do miss a match that's not just the Trios match, which we kind of have an idea where the Trios match is going, but if there's some other match, like if Sammy and Ty Mello are defending those uh, unisex titles for some reason then i apologize uh, they, they do have the match on rampage uh against ruby and um ortiz but yeah if we miss one i apologize we're doing this on thursday because schedules are crazy and it's a busy week of wrestling well let's start though joel with clash at the castle six matches on this one and we start off with the take team match of a tag team from the original SmackDown 6 of Edge and Rey Mysterio uh, against the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, a Judgment Day winning this, and finally, Dom turns. Uh, yeah, I think Judge, well, Judgment Day desperately needs this win. They desperately, desperately, yeah. desperately need this uh, need this win. 
their gimmicks very much entering that DOA status. Ray and Edge won't get hurt by a loss, and this can help elevate Finn and Priest, which is two people you should be elevating, especially Finn Balor. We've seen what he can do in NXT, especially Hunter's NXT. So this is a guy that needs to start racking up some W's. Uh, yeah. And the Judgment Day gimmick needs to start evolving. It needs to start finding better footing, better better way to present it, giving you more of what they are. You can't just be a spooky group anymore. There no. has to be more to you. Uh, and it's it's time to start figuring that out. Yeah. So and then and obviously Dom takes the heel turn. How this helps Dom out, we'll see. He has been very underwhelming in his early WWE career, especially. And I don't want to, it's it's apples to oranges, but I don't he, he's the same age as MJF right now. And one had the ability to train with Lance Storm and be next to the greatest luchador of all time and, and has not really evolved. So I'm hoping that now being this heel persona, maybe taking on some Eddie stuff, maybe becoming Dominic Guerrero. Hopefully some of those will help Dom find a little bit more of who he is instead of just being strapped to his dad. Yeah. I Dominic Mysterio should have spent a year on the indies and then be in NXT. I think Yeah, and, and I think for Ray too, this could be good. To separate Ray away from Dom and let Ray, you know, with his last few years, get some of these dream matches, like yeah. bigger matches against an AJ, against a Seth, KO, and so on. Let Ray kind of get back to that side of things and just kind of separate him away from Dom because he's done everything he can with Dom now. Like he's won the tag titles with him. He'll have the match with him. Maybe it's Survivor Series. Who knows? But then let's just kind of separate them away and let Ray kind of go out and shine out in his golden years and. See if Dom can kind of find himself. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think I think the separation. And and same with Edge. I mean, I would assume they'll kind of go off the Mysterios. They may go do their match. And then we'll probably bring Edge in with Beth and then do something with Finn or Priest and Rhea against Edge and Beth. Well, uh, did it not sound like Edge was thinking that next year was it? Was it? Yeah, in August. Uh, I think him being able to go out on his own terms is probably the best thing. Um, what's his last match? People want Cena. He's kind of done all the dream matches he can do, except for KO. So I want to mind KO or a Sammy. A Canadian, I think, should be the one that takes him out. Yeah. And seeing as he wore that Sammy shirt a lot, I, I think it should be one of those, but a lot of people want Cena. I don't, yeah, I'd rather see KO or Sammy. I think someone that's going to be there yeah. long term. I get what mm. you're kind of going with with that idea, but I also think shifting to someone younger, well, not quite young, but young enough that you know they're going to be around enough that it, it'll give them a rub for it. I'd imagine at that point the titles will be separated again. And so potentially, you know, you could see a Cody, a Sammy, a KO, that type of guy with the title. And maybe one last title match in Toronto, which is rumored for SummerSlam right now. If that's the case, good chance I will be at that event. 
Um, so especially if it's Edge's last match, I'd love to be there part of it. So I, I guess if you're just in the mode you are right now and recording this on September 1st, just try to enjoy Edge for this last uh, last year because we didn't think we'd be able to get it again. We didn't be able to see, we see Edge versus Brian versus Roman versus AJ Styles. Like we didn't think we'd get that. And KO, KO was the last name on his list and he hasn't had it yet because he Roman was on the list, got the Roman match. Brian was on the list, got the Brian match. Seth was on the list, got the Seth match. AJ was on the list, got the AJ one. And the only one he hasn't had the match but that he wanted to was KO. Yeah, then let's let's go that way. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it should be it should be a fun match. Like I said, I'm assuming that they'll go off and do maybe at extreme rules, something with Beth uh and Rhea and all the the mixed take there. Um you mentioned it, Joel. So we'll take the personal stuff out of this right now. Um, but Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in a singles match. They took this off, off of SummerSlam. Should be a really good match. This is two of the more talented professional wrestlers in the company. Uh, I do think Seth needs to win more. And maybe now with the Riddle stuff, everything that's gone on, maybe that's how he's punished as Seth does pick the win up here. Storyline-wise, it does make more sense for Riddle to win. And I guess the thing with Riddle now is and this match is, I mean, I, I definitely see these two having a match at Extreme Rules with where the feud has been going. So uh, it's going to be some 50-50 booking there. And maybe they blow it off even a Crown Jewel because I'm assuming they're just going to try to tie Riddle along as long as possible till Randy can come back, which is probably the Rumble. Yeah, they're going to want to keep him busy. Uh, it'll be a very good pro wrestling match. And go Seth Rollins. Seth needs to win a feud. It's been it's been a while since Seth has won a feud. Like he lost a feud to Edge, he lost the feud to Roman, he lost the feud to Cody. Like he Seth desperately kind of just needs a win because you, I, I think he's Teflon Joel, but at some point the heel does need to kind of just rack up some wins. Yeah, you need to make them legit threats. Yeah. Uh, next up, this is the match I think I'm looking forward to the most is the Intercontinental match. It's um, Sheamus with all his guys, Gunther with his guy. These two are just going to beat the living crap out of each other. There's going to be welts. This is going to be tremendous. Oh, this is going to be exactly what you expect from both guys. They are going to beat the ever-loving piss out of each other, and it's going to be great. Who do you have winning this? Uh, Walter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think they're trying to – that's another one that seems kind of in a holding pattern is they're trying to get to Buddy – not Buddy, to Bobby and to Gunther at Survivor Series as well. So I think we'll see that. Uh, before we get to the, the final three, and I would assume in this show maybe something with Theory and Johnny potentially teasing there. Again, I think that's an extreme rules match. Yeah. And I, I don't mind that. if You know, you only have six matches on here. That's fine. Like it's it's good to kind of hold out some of these matches and save them going forward. You don't have to blow your load and give a crap ton of matches. They don't have any meaning. Every single match on here has had a buildup and has a reason to be on here. There's no reason to give Bobby a US title match against Ciampa again or the Miz for no reason. I I mean, maybe we see something with Miz and Dexter Loomis on here, but I don't think there's really a reason for any of that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, next up, we have Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the Women's Championship. The Liv run has – she is over. 
but I don't think it has gone the way people thought it was going to go. I think most people would like Shayna to win because I think a majority of people want Shayna versus Ronda. I think Liv is going to retain, but I would be perfectly fine with Shayna winning and setting up a Shayna and Ronda match. I think that's probably the direction that they go, in all honesty. I think it's Baszler. I think it's Baszler and Ronda. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I mean, and still in all this, we'll talk about the tag team women stuff, but of uh, the question now is when does Charlotte come back? As far as I know, she's not injured. She just oh. got married. That was it. She seemed she was at Flair's last match. She was fine. She did the interview with Austin. Like, I haven't heard any reason why Charlotte isn't on TV. Unless she's pregnant. That's that could be a possibility. I think she's probably going to be back sooner rather than later. Uh, yep. and I'm curious where she slots in and how she's used. Because there were going to be talent that were like, okay, this is how Vince used them. How's Hunter going to use them? Yeah, we know how Hunter used her before. Uh, then we have the women's six-man tag, Bianca, Alexa, Ahsoka, Oscar. Sorry, not Ahsoka. Oscar uh, uh, against Bailey, Dakota, and Io. I don't really care about anything in this. Just give me Io and Oscar for like the whole match, and the other four can just sit on the outside. Yeah, this is this will be a fun match, but this is teasing some of the single matches that I think we're going to see moving forward. And maybe if time is permitting, Josh, maybe we'll see Sasha. Yeah, we'll see potentially Sasha. I'm at- Obviously, SmackDown was taped before the women's tag team titles were changed hands with Aaliyah and Raquel winning those titles. So maybe there is an open challenge on this on this show. I'm going to put an asterisk next to that, that maybe they do some kind of open challenge uh, for the women's tag titles here, potentially. And maybe that's how we see Sasha and Naomi, because this has been the show that they have been rumored to return at. Yeah, I'm very curious. Because that's, that's the only other titles i could see maybe defended on here after getting announced on smackdown yeah yeah that could be that could be something that they end up doing that could be the seventh match and then your main event roman reigns against drew mcintyre for the undisputed universal championship match this has gone back and forth tyson fury now we now know is going to be ringside so maybe that changes a few things Everyone is very excited to see if Drew gets broken dreams brought back. Roman is going in it by himself. They tease a little bit of Roman and KO on Monday Night Raw, which makes you wonder if that's going forward. Is this Drew's time because this is a clash and they've been holding off? So at the very least, there is the first time in a while, I think you're like wondering, like, hmm, could this be the time that Roman is losing? I do have Roman losing the title here, and I know Joel is the other way. Yes, I am. I think. They're going to keep this going. I think with Tyson Fury, it's he'll knock out Drew, and then they'll set up a match at the Saudi show. Uh, and then Roman, Roman again, doesn't have a clean, uh, has more uh, like asterisk wins than actual clean wins, which is the number one thing missing from the Roman Reigns title reign is clean, decisive, I'm the baddest motherfucker here. He doesn't have a lot of them. Yeah. And that's the one thing lacking from this whole tribal chief persona is clean, 
no Usos, no Heyman, no nothing. You that that's the biggest thing missing. But I do think you hear the crowd, you hear the audience, uh, you see the merch. I think you're probably keeping the title on Roman because this is the hottest he's ever been. Yeah, he's definitely over. Uh, talking to some buddies that went to Toronto show, there was a lot of Bloodline shirts. He is definitely over. So uh, that's Clash. Like I said, nice show. Six matches. Get it on Saturday. Uh, maybe we'll see the return of Sasha. And maybe we'll see the women's tag titles. I might do a post show myself afterwards. Joel freaking overnight. So he won't be available for that. Uh, let's get really quickly to this uh, World Collide show, Joel. We won't spend too much time on this. Um, we have the Tay titles, so we have the Creed Brothers against Brooke Jensen and Josh Briggs. We have Gallus and uh, Gallus, which is Mark Coffey and Wolfgang against Pretty Deadly. Um, I don't really know many of these teams, to be honest. Um, I believe Gallus is the one that's with Polk, uh, that Joe Gacy. So I'm just going to go with them and as they build up Joe Gacy. Who's the last team that you talked about? That's not that's not his team. Uh, pretty uh, pretty deadly. I'm gonna pick pretty deadly. I'm throwing a shot in the dark. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Um the women's take titles, you have Katana Chance and Kaden Carter against Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Uh I have Katana and Kaden retaining the titles there. It's a retain. This is just a this is just a match. Get them get get the two of them on TV show, remind your audience who they are and have them yep. retain. Um, then we have our women's match, Mandy Rose against Miko Samora and Blair Davenport. It's time to push Blair Davenport and then time for Mandy to come to the main roster. Yes. This is Mandy will move away. They're putting uh, Blair right at the forefront of this match. It's very, it's telegraphed, but it's not like a bad telegraph where you're like, oh God, you're dreading what's coming. You're like, this is this is the right call. And they'll probably I mean they have they have people to build her up with. Obviously, they because I don't know if she's a face or not, but you have Roxy, you have Cora Jane, you could even get into a three-way with both of those talents kind of going forward. You have Zoe Stark, you have Nikita Lyon. So there is some talent there to go ahead and kind of re redo and face Blair Davenport and all respect to Mandy who has gotten better, but Blair is for some of those Nikita Lyons type of talents that need some work. Blair is going to be able to carry them to a much better match than Mandy can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Potentially a match of the week candidate as you have Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. It's going to be a really, really fun match. I guess I wouldn't be shocked if Ricochet won this because there has been some Carmelo to the main roster buzz, especially maybe as that front store to replace Swerve and Hit Row. But I do see Carmelo Hayes winning this, and then he can kind of brag that I'd beat a main roster talent level. And I don't think it really does too much to Ricochet, because Ricochet will at least kind of get the eyeballs back at him that he can have a four-and-a-half quality star match. Yeah, it'll be about getting that quality match in. Uh, Carmelo Hayes probably retained. But I could also see him lose and just like you said, go be part of Hit Row. Go, he could even go stand on his own on the main roster and he would yep. be fine. Him and Braun Breaker are your 1A and 1B of the future. Yeah. And speaking of a Braun Breaker, he faces Tyler Bates. Um, this is a weird match, <laughs> really. Like, I know they say Styles makes fights, but 
between fighting Devlin and now facing Tyler Bate, it's a little – they're two weird ones. Breaker's la- title run since Dolph has not been great facing Gacy. And then I thought Devlin, you know, had some good promos and whatnot. Um, but nonetheless, I do have Breaker winning this, and I don't know what the future is for Tyler uh, just yet. But uh, I do I, – I in some ways, I would have liked that this was Dragunov, to be honest. Yeah. Instead, I, uh, that would have been much more impressive. I think that this that would have been a better match. Yeah. So there you go. So five matches on there, and we go from five matches to fourteen matches oh, for AEW. All right. So let's start with the pre-show here. And again, so we are doing this before Rampage happens. So W. Morrissey, for example, maybe he gets a match as we just saw him. Uh, Sammy Guevara as Gordon, he doesn't have a match. So there's a, there's a few talents that aren't on the card yet, Joel, that maybe we can see, but I do assume this is the final card. I can't just, it's already so packed with 14 matches. If you're not on the card, you're not on the card. Yeah. So we uh, start off the show with, uh, on the pre-show, the the pre-show is unbelievable. It's it's amazing. Great, great pre-show. I mean, some WWE fans might get mad at me, but there's, I'm almost more excited for the pre-show than some of the Worlds Collide, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, so we get Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston on the pre-show, Ew. which is free, I believe. This is free, too, right, okay. the pre-show? Anybody can watch the pre-show. YouTube. Wow. So they're just going to beat the piss out of each other. Um, I have Eddie winning that, and I think maybe some we might see Eddie a little bit later in the night. We'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah, I think I think Eddie gets the win here. Ishii will be fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pac versus Kip Sabian. The box is off, and we finally get to see Kip in the ring. I think this is going to be a really good match between these two. And you know Kip is going to go all out, no pun intended, because he's been off TV for, what, like a 14 months was the last – like the best man was the last time we saw him. So 14, 15 months since we've seen Kip on TV. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and he's kind of a an AW original. So, I, I'm really hoping that he has a banger of a match. I think he wins. I think he wins too. It's not going to hurt Pac at all. I think he wins too. Angelo Parker for his hook. A really cool story and minor buildup on this. And you have to watch Dark, but Angelo Parker. So, Hook beat that Jersey Shore guy, Joel, in 15 uh, seconds. Angelo Parker beat his opponent on dark this past week in 13 seconds. So kind of a nice little setup to, to build up for this match. Yeah. They've done a nice little bit, just kind of setting it up. Hook's going to win, but this yeah. would be, this would be, be exactly what you need it to be. So normally when I do these cards on the, on our, on our podcast, I go by importance to us here, but because of just where everything is, I'm sorry. I'm just, just gonna i'm just gonna go in the order that they lay out the cards because if not i'm gonna lose track if there's too much and we got 10 minutes to get through all of this so yeah uh okay so brian danielson versus chris jericho this is the second time they faced each other since the original nxt show um this is going to be a really good match i'm sure daniel garcia will probably get involved in it somehow but We've been waiting for this match for a long time. I, th- I think they got, what, five, ten minutes on the original NXT show? This is – Garcia is going to cost Jericho this match. Or G- Garcia is going to 
break away from Jericho. Like the fact that Brian and Garcia got a chance saying that you are a wrestler shows how invested the AEW audience is is in all of this. And Brian's gonna beat Jericho, and then we're gonna just it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good the post match. I'm more interested to see what happens with Garcia almost now. They've done a very good. Job. And if not, if 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 Garcia doesn't just doesn't do anything, and if he's mute, he wins the pure championship on Wednesday, I believe, and then he just kind of goes back and forth with Jericho on that, and maybe that leads to a match at the next ROH show or potentially at full gear between Jericho and Garcia for the pure championship. And nothing wrong with that. No, Jericho was made to have a match and in, in, under pure rules. Oh, it'd be great. He would be such a great heel to have that. He would find ways to exploit things that no one else has thought of yet. But we have Brian winning this match? Yes. Yeah. Uh, women's interim championship, uh, Santa Rosa is currently hurt right now. And that's what's happening. It's nothing else. Uh, and I'm not even being facetious. That's actually what's happening. Uh, we have Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Sheeta. Sheeta pinned Britt Baker. Uh, this past Wednesday, Sheeta is a sentimental favorite for Joel and I, but I don't think I'm. I think Jamie Hader is going to win. I've I've decided to go with Hader. Uh, I'm going to pick Tony, but uh, Hader's number two. Yeah, I. I mean, Tony was the original pick, and maybe then they can do the thing with her and and Storm. That makes a lot of sense. So. We'll see. What, it doesn't sound like Thunder Rose is going to be out very much. I mean, to a fact that I wouldn't be shocked if she could potentially even be a Grand Slam. Yeah, I think I think maybe aim more for full gear, but I think probably uh, yeah. We'll uh, I think we'll definitely see her before the end of the year. House of Black versus Darby Sting and Miro. Uh, this is going to be a banger of a match. You know, Sting's going to jump off of stuff. I do have House of Black winning this because I do think that faction needs a. I mean, both Darby needs a, another win here. Although he did win the coffin match, Sting doesn't really matter. Miro, it's whatever. Uh, I do think House of Black because they could be someone that potentially challenges whoever wins the trio title. They could be a next challenger. So I do think the House of Black needs this win a little bit more. So I have the House of Black winning. Yeah, and with Bobby Fish out now of AEW, I think that takes yeah. away your number one keel um, group. So it pushes yeah. House of Black up there. We have the TBS championship. Uh, again, Jade will be talking on Rampage, so we don't know what's going to go. There could be maybe something different added to this match, so we're just going with it right now because we're taking this before Rampage. I have Jade winning this match. They're going. They're making her at least 50-0, and then we'll figure things out from there. Yes, 50-0, and 0, so this will be a good match. I think that these two are going to have a, a good match, but I do think Jade wins. Yeah. Jungle Boy and Christian Cage, this is the start of a longer feud, um, and I think it's pretty obvious that Luchasaurus is going to turn on Jungle Boy and that Christian had paid him the entire time to pretend that he was on his side. That's absolutely what's going to happen. And then we have a six-man tag match. We have Warlow and FTR against Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns. This is going to be a banger of a match. And I wouldn't mind if this was a trios team, too, of Warlow and FTR potentially going forward. Uh, and, I mean, I'm assuming Sottenham Singh will be on the outside, and that will potentially lead to the powerbomb by Warlow. Uh, and if not, then I'm just excited for a big match between 
six super talented talents. FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns. Absolutely going to happen. And I would not be shocked if at an impact pay-per-view, you get Bucks and Motor City Machine Guns, if there was some sort of deal reached. Or FTR maybe shows up at Bound for Glory next month. Entirely possible, too. Uh, the Casino Ladder Match. Claudio, Wheeler Yuta, Penta, Ray Fanix, Roosh, Andrade, Dante Martin, and TBD. So a few things for that position. Uh, obviously, MJF's name comes up, but I don't know if Max was going to do it. I don't think Max would just go into the match. He would sneak in and do it after. So I don't think Max will be part of this. Eddie Kingston's name has been thrown around. And same with Samoa Joe. Joel? Uh, so I think Max makes a lot of sense just because he doesn't have a great record. And this would be a great way just yeah. to propel him right up. Yeah. Well, then you can kind of have, if Max wins, I think that kind of tells who's going to win the main event, but it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. The anticipation's there. And on Wednesday, we saw a lot of signs for Max, which I think was intentional. We did. Um, Personally, for me, I'd love Ray Phoenix to win this. I think they really need to push him to the stars because he is just so talented. He's incredible. There's things that he can yeah. do that no man should be able to do. State team championships. Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed. I have the acclaim, and then we start a nice little feud between Keith and Swerve Strickland. It's Joel saying, scissor me, big daddy. It, it, they, they're trying to get the scissor me, ass daddy uh, shirt made, but they can't. Um, but uh, I think the acclaimed are over, and that's one thing that Douglas Winnipeg has said, that acclaimed and the ass boys were one of the most over acts. I think we're going to see a very big reaction for the acclaimed mm -hmm. come Sunday. Then we have a singles match. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, this is going to be really good. These guys are two of the future talents there. As much as Ricky, I think, has the bigger star potential, I think it's more important for Hobbs to get the win. So I have Hobbs getting the win. Yeah, I have Hobbs getting the win. This is the start, and Ricky can easily get um, – uh, his win back and other wins back. So I think Ricky will just be fine. Will be just fine. And based on his promo ability, he'll be in a perfectly fine spot. You have the trios championship. We know the elites in, and we're making the assumption here that the dark order will be in, and it's going to be a really fun story going. For, I mean, I, the better match is the best friends. That is the better match. Yeah. All respects to silver and Reynolds. They're just not what the best friends are as a take team. But this should be a really good match. Ultimately, I do think that the the elite does win this one. It's unfortunate because now the dream match that we wanted to get, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting. Unfortunately, it looks like that's kind of down the drain. Yeah, and then your main event: John Moxley versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. They went a different route than you normally expect from AEW, but we're here regardless. We got two great promos, well, three great promos, a steel included, uh, this past Wednesday to build up to this match. I'm a little bit surprised they didn't put um, anything else to it, like it's no DQ or anything like that. But regardless, uh, Friday, sorry, Joel, that could be Friday that they announced. Yeah, yeah, Friday definitely something could happen, but. For now, this is the match. Really excited for it. And I have CM Punk retaining the champion. Well, not retaining. Winning for the second time ever. 
and uh, then starting the title reign that he was supposed to have. Fall of Punk. Here we go. I think he yeah. turned heel. Or he can't yeah, turn heel. Chicago. Crowd's going to cheer whatever he does. Yeah, and then we'll see who wins. I mean, that's why Joe has been rumored potentially for the casino uh, chip to get to Joe and to Punk potentially a Grand Slam, which, you know, with the ROH pass there, that's going to be kind of a draw, Joel. Oh, absolutely. So there you go. There is, uh, there's the busy week. Like I said, there's a GCW show going on, but those are the three major shows that's going on. It's it's funny, Joel, where we were when All In happened and Vince told Jericho, you don't do shows on Labor Day because nobody watches it. Mm. And now the elites have made Labor Day weekend um, a wrestling weekend that matters now. Absolutely. They absolutely have. They've ca- they were the first ones to really cash in. So there you go, folks. Uh, enjoy the wrestling week. Thank you for listening to the One Fall Podcast. And until next time, folks, cheers. Enjoy the match. Good night, Ben!